Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to acknowledge our partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You've heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You really need to add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stick with us for the next three minutes or so. We want to give our sponsors their shout out. These are all companies that I've used and you should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student athlete eligibility and clearance, and a lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every day. And it was just great. And Home Campus team was great, too. Go to homecampus.com to find out how to sign up. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for our podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their pros are going to show you how to create custom-looking graphics for your school's website, help you celebrate your teams, promote your program. It's trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. And in just seconds, you're going to be creating professional graphic designs. Go to gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's gipper.com. We also want to thank our friends at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire platform of... Um, locations that can help you do your job better as an athletic director. There's Snap Manage, Snap Connect, Snap Store, Snap Spend, but Snap Raise is their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success and so can you. Go to snapraise.com to check it all out. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided them so they could coach our kids at the highest level. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're ready to order, mention the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. Celebrate your school's brightest moments. It's diverse history and your top role models. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N. You're going to feel like you've won when you check out their custom uniforms, their on-time shipping in 20 days or less, and their one-at-a-time replacement policy. You'll never have to order a complete set, and you just need one or two. Go to District 1, W-O-N, district1.com. Check them out today. We also want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown Ticketing 
will show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, scan your attendees, collect your revenue, and every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. If you're not selling tickets online, you need to get in touch with hometownticketing.com. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. ADs usually only hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything, and that's really only about 2%. Athletic Surveys will connect you with that 2% and also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. That's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them create a custom survey for you. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. This is one of our aspiring AD episodes, and we're visiting today with Maria Wiltzius. She is currently the Assistant Sports Information Director at Oklahoma Panhandle State University. Uh, I met Maria uh, as she was uh, finishing up her master's program at the uh, William Woods University uh, Master's in Athletic Administration program run by, uh, you know, my good friend Dixie Westcott. And uh, talking with Maria, um, you know, uh, thought she'd be a great guest. So here we are. Maria Wiltzius, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Well, um, we were talking just before we recorded. You just got back from uh, the big um, uh, National College AD Conference in Orlando. Uh, great opportunity to do some networking. Well, let's go and jump right into this episode. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up. Uh, go ahead and take us up through um, your own college years. And then we'll take a break and then come back and hear a little bit more. But what's the uh, Maria Wiltzius origin story? Yeah, so I am from Upper Peninsula of Michigan, so way up north. Uh, went to Kingsford High School. From there, I played junior college basketball and volleyball at Go Gibbet Community College, also in the UP. And then from there, I moved and transferred to NAI School Cardinal Stretch University. Uh, played two more years of college basketball there. We went to the national tournament both years. And most of my athletic administrative uh, just kind of views kind of flipped when I transferred to Cardinal Stritch. I knew that's what I, the path I wanted to go down. Uh, I got into working at Wauwatosa East High School uh, as an intern there with uh, Michelle. And then I also worked for the Milwaukee Bucks uh, as a brand ambassador. So kind of seeing both the high school side and then also the professional business side of it, working in marketing, selling tickets. Uh, after Cardinal Stritch, I went to the uh, Timber Rattlers in Appleton, Wisconsin, a minor league baseball team, worked in ticket sales, and that was right up until COVID, um, so that shut the season down, and then I fell into coaching after COVID at Bay College Community College, also in Upper Michigan, so that's when I got into coaching. I coached there for one season, and then I got an offer to get my master's degree at William Woods as a graduate assistant for the women's basketball team. And then that's where I got my master's in athletic administration. 
in education. And that was probably the best decision I've made in my life. So I, I love coaching. Um, I really thought I did excel in that. And then I knew I always wanted to get my master's degree because to jump up in coaching, you need that as well as to be an athletic director one day, you pretty much need a master's now. So I knew that that's something if I could get it paid for, it was a no brainer. And then this past year I graduated and here I am at Oklahoma Panhandle State University uh, as the assistant SID, as you said. And I've been here since about middle of April. So it has been super long, but getting the feel for it and jumping right into it. You know, wow. Um, the number of experiences that you have already had at the mm -hmm. start of your career, you know, at, at all the different levels, very impressive. I want to jump back uh, to your own playing days. Uh, you know, at the JUCO level, you were two sport athlete, had some pretty good success too. Um, what were some lessons that, you know, now, and I, I know you're at the starting of your career, uh, but can you think of any lessons learned uh, as a college athlete that you can see applying in your role now, either as an SID or obviously, you're, you know, you're supervising events as a coach, anything stick out for you from your playing days? Yeah, I think the biggest thing being a two sport athlete at the junior college level um, is discipline and time management and all of those organizational skills. I feel like if I was in an interview and someone asked me what my biggest strength is, it's organization and like very detail oriented. And I think that goes back to my junior college days of you have practice at 6 a.m. for one sport, you go to class till three, and then you may have practice or a game after that at five. So you have to be, and then you have to do homework in between there and maybe take a nap and still eat the right foods, get enough sleep. It's like, you're not out doing all the things people think college kids students do. You can't like, if you want to be successful. So I think that's kind of carried over for me is being able to be disciplined, make sacrifices, um, kind of have those non-negotiables of this is what's a priority to me. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, you, you hit on all the, all the points there, you know, academics, you know, nutrition, you know, rest, uh, you know, avoiding yeah. those things that might not be in the best interest of a student athlete. Uh, very cool stuff. Obviously you, you had good success as a coach. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We, we didn't rehearse this question. Um, mm -hmm. How did you hear about the William Woods program? Uh, again, you were a GA there for the women's basketball program. Also got your master's out of the way. Um, how did you hear about it? Yeah, so when I was um, looking back now, when I was at Cardinal Stretch my senior year, we actually played William Woods. Um, we went down to Missouri and played them. Now, I didn't realize it until later on, but it's just kind of funny that that happened. But William Woods, I knew of one of the men's GAs at the time. And so I actually went down there um, and saw the campus and all that to visit. And then uh, about a year from then, uh, when I met, went down there, I met the men's head coach, um, the men's top assistant, and then I knew the two GAs that he had. So he had three on his staff plus him. So they knew of me. They knew I was coaching. Um, they knew I wanted to move on from the junior college level. And so the their women's assistant, so William Woods' assist, uh, head coach, I'm sorry, head coach, took the job. And then a month later, September 1st, pretty much left, just left up and left so William Woods was scrambling so they hired the men's top assistant 
as the head coach and he needed a GA. And so the, luckily their first phone call was me. Um, so the head men's head coach called me first and then the women's head coach who just got the job called me. And I think they called on a Thursday and I was down there by Tuesday. So it was a quick turnaround. Well, just another example of utilizing your network and building that network. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the, the biggest tools I uh, recommend. You remember when we did our Zoom call with, uh, you know, oh, your yeah. classmate? That was the number one thing I suggested: build that network. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Maria Wiltsius. She is a graduate of the William Woods um, Master's in Athletic Administration program. A uh, lot of experience already as a as a young uh, college coach, and she's currently the assistant sports information director at uh, Panhandle State in Oklahoma. We're going to hear more about that job. Let's go and take our first break. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As a high school AD, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic. And the Home Campus team was great to work with, too. For more information on how you can start uh, working with Home Campus, go to homecampus.com. That's it. Go to homecampus.com. Get started. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Gipper. Go to gipper.com. Start creating professional quality content for your school's social media channel. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for the podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, mention you heard about it on the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. They're going to show you how you can start creating custom professional graphics to help celebrate your teams, your athletes, your program. You'll find it all at Gipper.com. Check it out today. Yeah, Jake, I use... Uh... I use Gipper here at Oklahoma Panhandle State. Uh, I've actually used it the past two years, even at William Woods. So uh, very cool that they're a sponsor. I've always liked how they um, just make it really easy and make it look so professional, like you said, and just the ease of use. Even now as an administrator, it's very simple to get everyone set up and all the coaches like it because it's just so much easier. I have all my colors, all the logos in there, everything, everything about it is just simple. So I just really like it. And I make sure to make the switch once I got to panhandle. Well, that is so nice that you would mention that. Uh, thank mm -hmm. you. I know our friends at Gipper would. Let's go and um, since you are the sports information director, I'm sure, you know, creating those types of social media posts uh, is, is something that you do. Um, you know, for an old guy like me, you know, I, I didn't use it as an athletic director, but I use it now with the podcast. Um, how um, how much did you have to lean on the Gipper staff uh, when you first started out as far as training? You know, for me, it was just maybe just one hour. They did a great job working with an old guy. Uh, but how were how is the Gipper staff to work with as you were getting started with the platform? Yeah, they were great. Um, I think as a younger 
part of the generation. You still kind of learn as you go. Uh, so even before when I was in JUCO, I just used, I just paid for the Photoshop myself and just did that at the JUCO level when I coached at Bay College, just because I wanted to give them some sort of social media presence. And then when I got to William Woods, they have the funds to get something like Gipper. So then you do the, uh, like the tutorials they do, or you set up the individual Zooms and then you're able to walk you step-by-step step of how to create a graphic, how to save it, how to share it, um, how to set up all your social media uh, platforms so you can just send it right directly. And then once I became an administrator, just three weeks ago, we set up Gipper and they showed me again, a Zoom individually, step-by-step step of how to add people, how to create teams, how to do a content request. So all the new things they've been adding to. Wow. Uh, again, that that's great. Uh, we love Gipper, obviously, but let's talk about you. Um, you are now the Assistant Sports Information Director at Panhandle State in Oklahoma. What are some of the things that you do that might not be obvious? You know, I think we've got an image of what the SID does, but, you know, what do you do at, at Panhandle State and, and what do you find exciting about the job? Yeah, I think... Uh... It's funny because I've never been in this position before, so I'm still learning what I'm actually going to be doing. Uh, but so far, it's been, as a lot of people know, writing articles. Uh, I think the biggest project I've done so far was our Hall of Fame. So we had four Hall of Fame inductees. Um, so I called, emailed all of them, um, discussed, make sure I had all their dates right, names, um, any awards they got, and then wrote up all four of those articles and got pictures for them. So I actually thought that was pretty interesting um, and that was fun to do for me. Uh, other things we do and we've been doing, um, our coaches haven't really had bios, so I've had to add bios for them. Um, same for the student athletes, creating a Google form for them to fill out um, the types of things. So creating bios for players and coaches, schedule updates, new schedules, things like that. Just going out and taking pictures, honestly, is one of the big things is if Coaches are having camps, go out and take pictures, post it on social media. Just finding ways to get content for the social media is really big too. Now, what is, and again, you mentioned you've only been on the job since April. Um, what is, what's your perception? I guess maybe going back to when you were doing this at William Woods too. What's your perception of student athletes or even community engagement with your social media you know you create these rosters you take these photos you send out the graphics um how much um how much of an impact do you feel that has on your brand yeah uh it's something we actually talked a lot about at the conference i was just at in orlando college sports communicators um it's kind of how do we define success for us as sids is we kind of have to look at who the audience is first. So in this case, student athletes for social media now, it's not always just for parents or fans. It's a lot for the kids because they like to share it on there. They like to get the likes. They like to get all the interactions. And then when you go to newspapers, um, TV news, that's more for the fans community. And then you also, they talked a lot about at the conference, the ROI, the return on investment. So looking at the analytics, if all this work I'm putting in, what am I getting back from it? Are we actually getting the interactions we want or am I spending too much time and only getting a hundred likes? Or am I spending five minutes on just a graphic from Gipper and I'm getting 400 likes? Like that's, you need to be able to realize the work that you're doing and what you're getting out of it. So it really depends on the audience and identifying 
what the audience is and then creating it for them. You know, I, and you mentioned this, you know, you're uh, still part of that younger generation. I don't know if you're generation Z or certainly not, you know, a boomer like me. Um, how, what have you seen or maybe even heard from the athletes that you've dealt with, you know, at the college level, because that's where you've been a coach for a few years uh, about the, the uh, importance of getting those uh, graphics out there in social media because they, they, whoever they is, they tell us that's where the kids are. You know, the kids are on Instagram or Snapchat or Snapchat or whatever it is. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, how important is it uh, again with the kids right these days? Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's, it's pretty much everything in building your brand is, is social media. That's just the world we live in. Uh, especially the student athletes, because there's the they're the ones that are, um, they're the ones that are out there. They have sometimes more followers than even our own account. So if they share it, even better. They're putting the brand out there, especially if their face is on it. They love media days because they get to take all the pictures, and they know those pictures are going to be used to add to a game day graphic, their birthday, um, holidays, anything like that. So it's it's huge. It's it's really they're the brand. That's why we all have. A job pretty much so it's really on it's, it's on them yeah it, it's amazing that it, the the kids you know the kids whether they're 16 year old kids or 22 year old kids uh some of them say, how did you get all these followers you know uh so uh it, it's true if if your brand is out there if they're wearing your jersey or you know your logo the the school name is in the background of that photo you know hey people are seeing it so uh, mm -hmm. very cool we're going to take another quick break, but our guest today is Maria Wiltzius. Um, I say long time, you know, she's young, but she's been coaching college basketball. She's a college SID. Uh, we're going to take a break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational Lady Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and you're going to find an entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. Of course, there's Snap Raise, their fundraising platform, but you also have Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Sponsor, Snap Manage. You really need to check them out. Snap Raise uh, is their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and so can you. They even have a program where they will give you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else does that. You can find it all at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com right now. Schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their scoreboards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Their products not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check it out today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Maria, one of my favorite parts of the podcast is listening to our guests share some of the mentors that they've had in their career. Uh, the expression that I use when I talk about my mentors is, I still hear their voices in my head. Uh, so do you have any voices that you still hear? Yeah, I do. I think a lot of people would say their parents. Um, I feel like just in everyday life, but definitely uh, 
my mom and dad, um, Andy and Brenda, they, uh, especially my dad growing up, he was always coaching me in every sport possible that I was playing in, volleyball, basketball, softball, even a little flag football. So he was always pushing me, wrote up my workouts, um, shooting hoops with me, rebounding, all of that. So he's just always been in my head of, you're not going to get anything unless you work hard for it. So I just feel like that's in just my regular nine to five work life too, as well. So you just got to put the work in. Um, and then the AD that I really um, aspired is my high school AD, uh, Al Unger. He's no longer the AD at Kingsford, but he's, uh, I believe he retired just a year or two ago. If not, he's assistant principal. But he was always um, at every game I could imagine when I played. And he was always up to hold a conversation in the hallway, whatnot. He was just always very interactive with me as a student athlete. And I just remember that for some reason, that if if I want to be an AD, that's kind of a day I want to be at. I want to be seen. I want to be known. I want to know my student athletes. Um, so I just think having him as an example was a big part of kind of my aspirations to be an AD. Uh, and then my junior college basketball coach was probably the hardest coach to play for, but he, in the end, uh, he's someone I respect utmost now. And because he made me a better player, better person, kind of those, um, those disciplined things that I talked about before that all, that all comes from him. He was, he was very good at uh, getting the best out of you, even when you thought you wanted to quit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, people that listen to the podcast, they hear me say this all the time. I, I just love listening to those stories. Um, in your, uh, I won't put the pressure on you too bad uh, as an SID because you just started a couple months ago. But in your career so far as a coach, um, what are some? Um, again, I go back to the word lessons learned. What are some things from, you know, your own interactions with those mentors that you talked about? that you have heard yourself say or seen in your mind that you have done because those mentors did something similar with you. Anything come to mind? Um, right away is my junior college basketball coach. Um, he'd always kind of say, figure it out and just don't always look for me for the answer. So I think kind of that problem solving, um, even from the basketball court to an office job, or it's just being able to think for yourself and, solve a problem. I think as an AD one day, we talked a lot of, uh, throughout my master's courses is you have to be able to think on your feet. You have to be able to do every job, um, especially before you ask someone else to do that job, you have to be able to do it yourself. So I think being able to just be able to think for yourself is he's always said, like, just figure it out. Like that's, he said it in a not so nice way sometimes, but that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Maria, we'll do this at the end of the podcast too, but if one of our listeners wanted to add you to their network or even reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Yeah, um, I think social media wise, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Um, it's just Mar at Maria Wilsius, M-A-R-I-A-W-I-L-T-Z-I-U-S. And then my email's always open. Um, same thing, just maria.wilsius at opsu.edu. So I am pretty active on Twitter. I keep that very professional. Um, SID, I follow a lot of SIDs, ADs, coaches, uh, really keep it strictly for that and following my couple sports teams. But otherwise, my email or Twitter, yeah. 
Yeah. And I think you're also on LinkedIn too. So yes, I am. Yes, good I way to connect. Yes. All right. Maria Wiltzius, uh, assistant SID at Oklahoma's Panhandle State. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, but we're coming back with some more. So stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our student athletes at their highest level. It was a complete professional grade solution. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school's record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or your school's Hall of Fame. After you checked out their great products, mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Maria, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So um, I'm going to put you on the spot again. What are some things that you have seen so far in your career as a college athlete, as a college coach, and even now as a SID, that you would consider best practices, something that you'd want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think... One thing I've seen both as an athlete, um, a coach, and now SID is being able to connect from the athletic side of a university or college with the academic side. So I've uh, been able to just go, even like going for like a walk just around campus, stopping in other people's offices, financial aid, HR, uh, the registrar, anything like that. There's always seems to be some sort of gap between the two athletic and academics at universities where it doesn't have to be. But if people take the time, the athletic side takes the time to walk over there, communicate um, and just talk, create conversation, ask questions. So they get a better understanding of how the academic side works. Same thing with how the athletic side works for the academic people. Um even as a student athlete, I was able to do that just because you do deal with that. But then as a coach, you kind of fall into, oh, I'm just in athletics. That's where my office is. I'm going to stay there. No, you need to be able to walk over there, talk to them, both your student, your athletes, scheduling classes, um, their grades, whatever, whatnot. I think creating that communication between the two is is very important. Yeah, uh, th that connection between you know the the academics and the athletics um you know so very important um have you seen uh examples at may maybe other schools where not your school of course uh where the coach or the ad you know was was struggling with that uh and you know how might you approach that if you know you happen to come into a situation where that connection just wasn't there yeah, um, 
I don't know if I've seen it personally yet. Um, especially as an athlete, you don't really see that kind of thing when you go to uh when you go to play your game, you just kind of go to the locker room, play your game. Um, even as coach, um, you might a little bit as a coach talking to the assistants. Um, if they are complaining about students being ineligible, um, it's kind of like, how do you not realize they're going to be ineligible when you should be the one, especially if you're the assistant, you should be the one that's on top of that. So I think that's where I'm get like confused when people tell me that I'm like, just go talk to them. Um, so I think just telling people to step outside of your office, your box and just go out and be a people person. We're in the business of people. So that's kind of who you just have to be. Um, if you don't like it, then maybe it's not the path for you, but um, yeah, I think that's just, don't be afraid to go ask questions and communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you bring up a couple of good points. Yeah. This is the job. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, you need to get out there and talk with people and, you know, along those lines, I think a lot of uh, administrators sometimes and even coaches can get stuck in that, you know, office behind the desk uh, box. And you, you, yes, there are administrative tasks to do, but you got to get out there and, you know, interact, you know, with your coaches, with the student athletes, the teachers in this case, um, you know, very, very key stuff. You know, it's, it's great to hear, you know, somebody that's, you know, on the start of their career has already, you know, got these, uh, dare I say, tools in her toolbox. We'll talk more about tools later in the podcast. But our guest today is Maria Wiltzius. She's a, uh, I'll say it again, longtime college basketball coach, uh, now the assistant sports information director and also listeners, an aspiring athletic director. Uh, she's at Oklahoma Panhandle State. We're going to take another break, uh, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our good friends at District 1 for their support. That's District W-O-N. And you're going to feel like you've won when you go to district1.com and check out their custom uniforms along with their on-time shipping, less than 20 business days. And get this, they have one-at-a-time replacements. You'll never have to order a full set again when you just need one or two replacement sets. Go to district1.com, click on the team gear button, get your free quote. You can also follow them on social media. That's district1.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for your events online, not just your sports events, but things like school plays, concerts, school dances, even graduation. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your events and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing you with hands-on support every step of the way. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Maria Wiltzius. She's the Assistant Sports Information Director at Panhandle State in Oklahoma, also an aspiring AD. Maria, one of the questions that we've been asking since the podcast started um, three years ago has to do with this idea of coaching toughness. A long time ago, when I was in high school, uh, our coaches would say things like, 
come on, Jake, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And I think we kind of knew what they meant and, and we did it. Uh, in the many years since I was in high school, uh, we figured out much better ways to coach our student athletes. But I still think toughness is an important component of, of sports and of life. So here's my question for you. How can a, a coach or an AD help a Generation Z kid to develop toughness while also being sensitive to and aware of the many challenges that a kid of today's generation faces that I never had to go through back when I was in high school? Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I think as being a college coach for three years, um, especially women, uh, I think can be a little more sensitive. I know men can be emotional. It's nothing wrong with that, but I know women are always a little more sensitive. So I think first off, you have to be able to create that relationship with them um, personally. As an assistant that I was, it's always easier to be that good cop sort of person instead of being the head coach, who's kind of always the bad cop. Um, so once you have that relationship, you build that trust, they're able to um, give you more information about their life, any struggles they're going through. But if you don't build that trust with them and you're not able to share with them as well, um, then they don't feel like they can trust you with that information. So you don't really know what they're sensitive to, what's really going on in their life, um, their struggles in school, the sport, whatnot. And then I think um, we always think of toughness as like just being strong, but it's also being strong-minded. And I think that as a coach, usually um, even if you weren't a player, you know you still have to be able to push yourself. So you want to be able to push those kids to limits they didn't even think was possible. And that doesn't always happen in practice. You have to be able to take the time to do that in individual workouts. Uh, I think that goes back to my dad when he was coaching me. That was where I reached my limits half the time was going with him. Um, I sometimes walk out of the workout crying, but I knew next time I was going to be stronger minded coming back because I made it through that. I knew I was capable. I knew it was possible. So I think taking time to not just work with and develop kids in practice, but um, take time to do it outside of practice, individual workouts, one-on-one, -on -one, that's when you create the trust, the relationship, um, and those those relationships. Yeah, I, I think you really hit it on the head when you talk about, you know, building those relationships. Um, you know, a hundred years ago when I was in high school, you know, we had a relationship with our coach and I think it was a good one, but it was just very narrow. It was, you know, coach and athlete. And, and that was about it. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, finding out more about your students, letting them find out more about you, uh, I, I think is just so critical. It's not good or bad. It's just different than, than how it was, um, you know, really good observations. And, and again, you've got the, that coaching experience under your belt. Very cool. Maria, this has been great spending some time with you and uh, finding out more about your program, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. So uh, we've already established you've got a pretty good coaching background already, uh, but uh, we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new coach or athletic director on the very first job. And I'm only going to let you put three things in the toolbox. Let's hear from Athletic Surveys who sponsored this segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Maria Wiltsius is going to put in her new athletic director toolbox.
Please stay with us. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys for their support of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors usually only hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. And that's really only about 2% of your program. Athletic Surveys will connect you with that 2% and also the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Well, it's now time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Maria Wiltsias. She is the Assistant Sports Information Director at Oklahoma's Panhandle State University, also a longtime college basketball coach. Um, she's certainly no stranger to the world of athletics, but right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director, maybe a brand new coach, on their very first job. But I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So, Maria... What three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Uh, the first I will say is to, uh, I've talked a lot about social media, so I think I'm going to go that route. Um, first is to be a pro at social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, especially those big three. Um, I think just being able to know how to make posts, um, view the analytics, um, interact with fans, community, um, just be great at the basics of it and then expand from there. So just kind of be a pro at social media. It's such a big aspect of branding. Uh, so you have to be able to be good at it. Um, the next for organization, I, everyone knows this who's around me is I live with post-it notes. That is how I do everything and know everything that I do. Because once I hear something that I need to do, um, see something that I need to remember, it gets written down. Um, I think everybody's heard that once you write something down, you remember it better. So that's how I operate. I have posted notes all over my computer and my desk. Uh, so I think it's very simple, but being able to write something down, um, it just helps you in the long run. And then lastly, uh, I know we mentioned networking and communication, but uh, one thing I haven't mentioned is asking for help. Uh, I think as an AD or um, an SID in my spot, you have to um, have no ego and be able to ask people uh, for help. So ask if you have contacts that are ADs, ask them for help. They're in the same seat as you. I'm sure they're willing to help. Um, they don't have that much on their plate that they can't answer one or two questions that you have. So don't be afraid to, to ask for help. Wow. Uh, you probably saw me scribbling those down. Uh, I love the post-it note uh, form of organization. Uh, very cool. And uh, I love your terminology, a social media pro. Uh, very cool stuff. Okay. Maria, um, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more, listeners, I think you've got a, uh, a great person to add to your network. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Yeah, um, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, 
or my email, um, just uh, Twitter's at Maria Wilsius. Um, and then my email is maria.wilsius, so M-A-R-I-A dot W-I-L-T-Z-I-U-S at O-P-S-U dot E-D-U. So any of those, I'm always available. Wow. Well, Maria, thanks again for sharing with us uh, on the podcast today. All the best moving forward. And uh, if anybody's listening and they need a uh, an athletic director, I think you've got a great candidate right here. Thanks again for being on the podcast. No, thank you. Appreciate it. For our listeners, we do this just about every day, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next time for another great interview. And as I said, uh, just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.